Beverly Hills is pure class until a scorned housewife goes Oklahoma on your ass. Friend, family, or foe, relationship status can change quickly in the 90210. It's a cruel, cruel summer. Welcome, welcome back from our break. It's been a cruel summer to us, too, as we've been waiting to get back to you with the Beverly Hills Girls. This is Housewife Heretics, the show where we go back to the beginning and we dish with our divas of old. We're here to renew for Beverly Hills season one. I adore her clothes like Mary's uh, congregation, and she's very rich. She's much richer than us. Like Lisa, this is uh, Kalindi, and I am Josh. Welcome, welcome. How's it going, girl? Extravaganza, apparently. Extravaganza. I'm a rich bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Don't rob me. <laughs> I'm richer than all of you. I'm richer than all. I don't even need to be here. This is my resignation. Didn't <laughs> right see now. that coming. It was hysterical to me. I love. Here's your I, mic, Josh. I love a brawl tirade. Well, uh, I love a brawl. That was just a brawl. <laughs> a brawl. A bra brawl. Amazing. I love it all. Okie dokie. I'm excited for Beverly Hills. I will give a little teaser. I feel like we've spent so much time with all these women and we're so immersed. I felt like the first episode was kind of boring, whereas I saw other, I thought other franchises were very exciting. I agree. And the first season of Beverly Hills and the second season, the first like three are really good. So I right. was surprised a little. Yeah, I, I think because, and w w yeah, we'll talk about it later, but I think what's happened is this was really other than Dr. 90210 and like, um, like, like it looking into Star's house on like Cribs or the, mm -hmm. or, or the, the, the fabulous life of, this was really our first look into mega rich um, commoners, allegedly, um, in Beverly Hills, mega rich, like pedestrians. <laughs> and so... They're pedestrian. But the plebes. I mean, yeah, the plebeians. It just was an interesting, it, they were so different than every other city too. And, and that's what gave them the flavor. They just seemed so rich. I am very rich, rich, honey. Very rich, bitch. So let's get into one of the most important segments. That's right back to old Kim from OC. Hard hitting news. The original Kim. The original Kim. Um, our BFF. The OGKIM. The OGKIM. Yeah. KAT also for Kat, you know. Um, our BFF, Snoop Dogg, the Snoop D O G, has acquired Death Row Records. Wow. Isn't Good that for so him. Exciting? Right and and right on the heels of Super Bowl Sunday tonight. I know he is living his best life and going back to his roots with Dr. Dre, you know, performing together. Mm -hmm. And now he owns Death Row Records. He said in a statement, I'm thrilled and appreciative of the opportunity to acquire the iconic and culturally significant Death Row Records brand, which has immense untapped future value. It feels good to have ownership of the label I was part of at the beginning of my career and as one of the founding members. Wow. Good for him. That's amazing. Yeah. This is an extremely yeah. meaningful moment for me. He said, love you Talk him. about somebody who has to be very rich. I very mean, rich, rich, bitch. <laughs> yes. He's, he's, I love Snoop, though. I think he's so kind. You know, well, I think he's a genuine person. Yeah, yeah. How he coaches like the football team and he pays for all their expenses and they have a bus. He's an angel. 
Truly, 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 shoop, shoop, snoop, snoop, and age, age. <laughs> Okie dokie, the parent company of Dolly Parton's Dolly World and other theme parks has announced it will cover 100% of tuition fees and books for employees who choose to pursue further education. Um, uh, Hershend Enterprises is offering its 11,000 employees across 25 U.S. attractions access to diploma, degree, and certification programs via 30 learning partners in Guild's marketplace, including programs and in fields such as business administration and leadership, culinary, finance, technology, and marketing. The company will also provide partial funding up to $5,250,000 a year for 150 additional programs and fields, including hospitality, engineering, human resources, and art design. I love Jolly St. Dolly. Right? I'm obsessed. We should apply to Dolly World. Dollywood. (laughs) Well, I mean, other than we already went to college and paid for ours. So, you yeah. know, other than that, option is over. And, but what an amazing option to have, especially like if you're like younger and you're going to college, you A, get a built-in summer job. Yeah. And well, she offers housing there. Yeah, she, it's amazing. And they're offering it to all employees, full-time, part-time, seasonal, everyone. I mean, it doesn't get any better. Yeah, so kids, go to work. Truly, I mean, two genuinely generous people. I mean, something that you won't find on the housewives. Yeah. (laughs) Right there. Yes. Genuine (laughs) and generous. Not happening here. Of housewives. I I love the dichotomy this show brings. And no death, no death this week. I know, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Did people die? I'm sure people did, but. Uh, Well, I mean, we could have talked about our. Oh. I need more information on that till I speak on it. Like, I I mean, his family said ahead. I want to know what kind of head injury just to be prepared. Like, was it a light bump? Was it a heavy bump? I think Did it was a, a light bump? bump. Oh, that's terrifying. But they said it, he had a bruise, but he could be a light, an easy bruiser. That's true. That's true. Terrifying. Scary. Natasha it, Richardson all over again. It, it, I did read this. I read this article by a brain surgeon about head injuries and five things not to do. It wasn't helpful. First of all, basically, if you've had a head, if you've had anything that resembles you knocking your head and you're over the age of like 10, you should probably just go to the emergency room unless you know a doctor but and get yourself don't have checked out. access to health care. It's crazy. Oh, I know. I know. I'm just saying like, that's pretty much what that article said. I there truly... was like no, there were no at home conclusions yeah. to say like whether it was a good idea or a bad idea. So, well, it's... I truly hope that we do become rich bitches because I'm going to buy us a CT scan for my guest. <laughs> bedroom okay that's how we're gonna fix this problem and then we'll have doc lovey read them for us i bumped my head on the way get in the mri get in there take a ct scan immediately matt matt unplug you are literally gonna do an mri and a ct right now exactly we're gonna do your labs what are the impressions nope there's a new one that one was 10 minutes ago this is a new one you're not done you're not done yet oh we'll refill your cocktail when you're finished Mm -hmm. Uh, cocktails and cts what a party i love a theme love that oh i i mean that is that is a party if i've ever seen one come and get a ct scan baby that's a lifestyle (laughs) you're right i mean we are a full lifestyle brand global Mm -hmm. global like sonia morgan international international lifestyle brand honey well, let's get into what's happening. We do have four franchisees on right now. It's a lot. Um, 
It it is a lot. It is a lot. Um, where should we start? Where do you want? I guess Jersey for sure. Jersey. I feel like we should end with Jersey because okay. we love it. That's true. Well, we just came off the tail of Jersey and we'll jump right back in. I'm happy to have Jersey almost back to back for us. So mm -hmm. we can always keep it going, keep it flowing. Um, okay. Well, let's start with OC, I guess. Um, you know, I th feel like I was getting into OC. Like I was finally accepting that like I could make this work. And this week I decided I can't make this work. Yeah. This just isn't going to work. It's like, it's like when you're like in a bump in a relationship and you're like, oh, he is nice. And then the next night you're like, no, this can't work. Like I, it, it's not going to work for me. Yeah. And that literally is what it is with Dr. Jin and Ryan. You know, and I have to tell you, I usually don't feel this way. I thought I was going to like Dr. Jin in a way that like, I felt like she just had a really hard life. I think she's fake as fuck. Oh my God. I knew, I said, did I not call it? I said, yeah. there's something dark about her. You well, cannot it, I thought with the when shirtless you said that, Russell I, Sprout wonder. I thought she normal. was just dark in the sense that like she had a dark, like, like no. she had a sad life. No, she, so this is what I, she's Jen Shaw dark. Like I think manipulative. Yes, she absolutely is. And I actually think that Ryan, although he might not be a great person, clearly not, is getting like, she's trying to throw him under the bus. Um, her kids don't know her at all. When she interacted with her kids, it was literally Painful. like, hi, strange child. This is a woman that I don't think wanted to have kids. She felt the obligation. She doesn't like children. You could tell that she's a person that doesn't like children and her children don't like her. I mean, it's just, it's such a weird and honestly, I, I cannot do this Dr. Tim, uh, Dr. Tiffany Moon, who I do like more than Dr. Jen, Dr. Tiffany Moon, sad story of how I don't have enough time, but I go on Real Housewives. Yeah. You don't care about your family as much as you do being famous. That's what this is. And it's just, it's just shocking to me. Um, you know, I, I didn't feel bad for her at all. To be honest, I felt like, honestly, when they sat down at the table, he was trying and she couldn't take that at all. I felt like he could take up the dog. I don't think he's a great person. I just don't think she's a great person either. And he was trying to give her what she wanted. I don't know. It's all just bullshit. And I don't like her anymore. And I didn't like her to begin with. I just thought she might have a little more to her. Yeah. And I don't like what I don't want to see anymore. And Noella has pushed it over the edge for me where she went to the Hard Knock School of Housewives, mm -hmm. where she... Everything is... she says, she thinks she has to be shocking. Yeah, and nothing is genuine. None of these people other than Emily and Gina would ever be friends. Like, it just is shocking. I, I can't believe anything, because I don't even think these people, if there wasn't a camera and a big check, would be in the same room together. Never. Like, it's, it's like, it's so forced that it's beyond... For me, and I mean, Cancel City, I think. I, I I don't even know if there's, unless you completely recast it over, if I would keep anybody at this point. I agree. Bye. I did enjoy Shannon this episode, shocking yeah, enough. Shannon... I, I liked her on the boat. I liked, like, Shannon being kind of in her real element. Yeah. She seemed a lot more light, a little bit less, a little more loosey-goosey. And this genuine, but I think, you know, she, she knows what she's doing and she's always neurotic and playing the game. So yeah, that's, I just think she needs a Dorinda. But she can't be trusted. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I absolutely think that she needs a pause for sure. Cut print moving on.
Cut, print, moving on. Um, and then SLC, SLC, SLC. SLC has a little bit of a quality. I think SLC next year will have a mate. Well, they have to. I mean, but I think they'll have a major recast. I think we're going to lose Meredith. I do. I don't know if Meredith can come back. I mean, I say that all the time, but I just don't know. I don't think Meredith has enough of a connection to anybody. Yeah, I don't think that any of them really have connections except for the cousins, the newly discovered cousins, Whitney and Heather. Yes, and I, but I do, like, I saw something with uh, when, when, when Heather and Lisa, I think now I'm so warped because I'm used to Housewives. Yes. That I saw this trifecta. I was like, these three could work as Housewives, like, together, and then we recast around. But that's not really how it's supposed to work. Yeah. But I can't see that in OC. You know what I mean? Like, I can't see, I can't be like, these three work together. There's not three there that work together. Yeah, I agree. So. I just felt like Mary, the, I felt like Mary, this entire franchise. Don't come in here bothering me. Bye. Why? I have a question. Why didn't Mary do this show? I have no idea. I mean, I'm glad. She was she clearly did. very rich. Yeah. I don't think that she really desires fame. I mean, maybe she just wanted a purpose outside of the church. Yeah, and, and I don't know if she knew what the show was, you know? Right, I yeah. I just would like to know because, like, she doesn't seem to have a genuine interest on in being around other people. Yeah, and, maybe she thought funny. she was going to bring the Lord to America like we do. I mean, <laughs> I do have a genuine interest every time that camera's in the church. I I love Jin Shaw in the church. I love the faces. I love this woman giving a Mary I love you testimonial. I love your clothes. I love your how you dress. I, I you like, are a perfect dresser. dresser. I mean, like, I was dying. Can this woman call me? Also, I just I mean, can we televise Mary's church? I I'm not gonna I'm not trying to mock anybody's faith, but to see me, I think it's just because you never actually see like leaders of a church in a different setting. Right. To see Mary in one scene go from that house to who she is alive and dancing and singing in the church is, I, I don't, I don't have a word for it. I mean, I'm gobsmacked. I'm Jesus smacked. I, I'm smacked by the Lord and dumbfounded because I just love, I, it's, a, it's, it's not a spectacle in the sense that it's a spectacle. It's just to see somebody that who, has I mean it's just seeing another side of Mary that is just such an another extreme mm -hmm. and it does seem to bring her great joy and Definitely. purpose yeah. and I, I I like that Mary in the sense that it she's alive mm -hmm. I feel like she's not alive anywhere else yeah and pretty miserable I mean Mary I I we I, I feel like there's not necessarily enough em empathy for Mary in the sense that I think other than living in the church she's ha lived pretty a sad life that she doesn't enjoy that much. I agree. It seems like so. I said we need to give her a hug and a casserole. It's tough for her. We, yeah, it is. It is tough for her. She's um, not of this earth. She's. <laughs> I mean, she's living amongst us mere mortals. Yeah. She's the Hercules of Salt Lake City. It's very. How can she stressful. survive? It's stressful. Yeah. Bless oh my, my gosh, soul. Her congregation really was like the Greek chorus. Zero <laughs> yeah. to hero. Zero and really no were. time flat. Wow. <laughs> I love them. I'm like, please call me. They're the muses. Yeah. We are the muses. Oh, I could use some uplifting uh, like that. Like, wow. I know. I do love that praise. I, you know, you're not into it. I'm only into it because I have a mad love. I, I don't. 
I, ha- I am part of Lisa Barlow's congregation. I don't know what kind of spell she's done to me. It's like Ka of Jungle Book. She is like whispering in my ear. I love everything. I don't, I honestly don't think that, I think people are like, she planned and she wanted to make Meredith look bad. I think that was a genuine outburst. I love a crazy outburst. Oh, I think it was a genuine one too. And just to a producer, a rant. Yes. Well, I do think that people forget. I've also heard people say that they don't think that Lisa drinks. Lisa is totally drinking. Oh, yeah. But like, uh, that they totally forget that when you're drinking for three days straight, and something just makes you mad and you've had cameras around you for 24 hours, you are, and those people you talk to all the time, those That's are the people that, that are sitting right next to you in your confessionals. Them. Yes. You are going to just lose it and forget that you're Mike. Yeah. And forget what's going on. Well, and her, she said so she mad. turned hers off. Yeah, she, well, you could tell. Her mic wasn't on, but there was somebody in there. The boom. Yeah, that's yeah. what she said. That the they boom. used to boom. The boom. The Here boom. comes the boom. The boom, boom, pow. Boom, oh. boom, pow. Uh, great, 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 great. Her her palming that that um, big gulp is just, it gets me everywhere. I love, I love every moment of it. And I'm happy to say that I just inquired and as of next week there will be Vita tequila in Nashville so oh, I am congratulations. excited to purchase it's well, one to imbibe I want a big brother live streaming of Lisa Barlow because I refuse to believe that she lives on fast food and has that body there is no way that there I think she lives on fast food because did you see her try to grill things? Right. I, d- I loved her homemade grill. But did you see her try to grill? Like she couldn't even grill that. Um, I don't think that she eats out at fancy restaurants because I don't think she likes to take her kids with her. Um, so they at least eat fast food. I think she works out. And I that think she's not a big eater. I agree. We never actually see her eat a lot. Like when I go to Taco Bell, I get it. Le- like literally when I'm on a diet, Nathan and I have to pose the question like we will go to Taco Bell but our diet version is we each can only get two things yeah you get your healthy you know Taco I mean? Bell like, you get the bean burrito and the chicken fiesta taco well we just can't each get five things I think Lisa Barra, Barlow lives off of like four things a day or the tostada instead of a uh, quesadilla that's a great no. one I never no no no, no substitutions <laughs> No substitutions, just I will I will lower the, the number of shipments into my mouth, but I will not substitute what I'm going for. Sometimes I'll change it up. Sometimes I'll get a crunch trap. You never know about the day, but I will lower the number. I will not substitute. Yeah. I got yeah. that. I, got I mean, because I also love a bean burrito. I mean, I, I mean, I ha- there's nothing at Taco Bell I don't like. You know, a bean burrito is always my staple, whether it's my unhealthy Taco Bell order or my healthy Taco Bell order. Bean burrito is just my life fluid. I just have to thought, I just thought about it. I'm going out downtown tonight and I have yet to be in the Taco Bell Cantina that serves margaritas downtown Nashville. Bye, Josh. I can't be there because every time I want to go, it's like 11 o'clock. It's really small. They have a live band, but like- They have a live band? Yeah, it's right on Broadway though. So, and there's not a lot of food really offered late night in, in Nashville at all. So, like, mm. I just, every time I want to go, I don't want to ruin my life. Okay, that's fair. Can you do it for brunch? No, I think I'm going to go after dinner tonight, like, strictly at, like, 10 o'clock. Okay. I could do it for brunch, actually. I should do it for brunch. 
you know what? Changing Valentine's Day plan brunch for tomorrow <laughs> to Taco Bell Cantina. Happy Valentine's Day, Nathan. Yeah, here you go. No four course lunch. Now you get well, we get four courses there. Actually, exactly. have eight. Have eight. Exactly. Have mention it all. Mention the whole menu. Mm-hmm. Get we all can, the sauces. Oh, I just get want to try some every alcohol. Get, get yourself some creamy sauce. jalapeno. Get you sauce. some. Get yourself some mild sauce. Yeah. Get yourself some fire sauce. And we haven't been on since our New Jersey completed, since we were beautiful co-horrors with Danielle Stab. Um, we haven't been on, but now we are. But now we back. said it. Now we said it with our new, our lovely ladies, not new, the same ladies. Um, feel bad for Tiki Barber's wife. They didn't need to bring her into this. When we have a cast like this, I just, I understand what they were doing, but I just felt like they thought it was going to be dry. And it wasn't dry. It's not dry, honey. Yeah, I don't feel bad for her uh, by any means because she's I, not going to get any screen time. She's not my. She's not my vibe. I can just feel it. Tiki's hot. Um, she's just not anything. The only thing that interested yeah. me is I found out her daughter is on the same cheerleading team as Sissy um, Snooki's daughter, Giovanna. Oh, yeah, and they just you were won national. Sissy Spacek, and I was like, she's still on cheerleading. Um, so that's Sissy Spacek? Yeah, that's all I care about because I love saying Sissy Spacek, Spacek like uh, Cindy from the Brady Bunch. Yes. Sissy Spacek. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Jan! Sissy Spacek. Oh my oh, God, Jan! Funny. Not making fun of people with lisps, especially in my community. Yes, never. Just outside of my community, I'll make fun of people. With lists. <laughs> oh my gosh, Ashley Holmes has ruined you. You're a bully okay. now. I'm no, no. I wouldn't call them a nerd. I, I would just ignore them completely. Oh, I, I'm even only better. a high school level bully with Ashley Holmes. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I all I have to say, well, I actually have a lot to say, but no, please say it. All Mention I it all. will say is, if I were Jen, I would have choked Bill out with my umbilical cord. Yeah, yeah. I felt I felt so bad this last episode when I heard the whole story. Yeah, um, but but. I understood the whole, honestly, it was really real. Yeah. I think this is the realest that we saw, Jen. That's a real conversation. You just have a baby. Also, I feel like people don't give, and especially last season, when they were like coming at Jen for having that nanny. Jen has five children five. under the age of 15. I, I, that is not only a full-time job, but you need four nannies like Camille Grammer. Like, I, I don't <laughs> understand. I mean, that is amazing to me that during COVID you could have five children at home yeah. all the time because kids from the age of like five to 14, 13 are way more work than babies because they need fed all the time. They need attention. They're always fighting with each other when there's five of them. They're breaking things. They smell bad. They have so, I mean, kids have tantrums. Teenagers have emotions. Nobody wants that. Ugh. That's the worst. You know, because you can't reason with them. Yeah. Because they don't understand what's going Hormones. on. I mean, one year as an eighth grade substitute, and I would never be around <laughs> an eighth grader again. If I ever, ever have an eighth grader, they will leave the country to go to boarding school. I don't <laughs> want to be around them. I don't want to know them in eighth grade. They can go to boarding school for two years between the years of 13 and 15. And then they can learn whatever they have to learn. Probably bad things will happen and they'll hate me forever. But I just can't be around a 13-year-old. They're the worst. The worst. Oh, the worst. Oh, God. But, yeah. And there's all the crying. Everybody's always crying. One day in class, this girl loved her. I loved her. She was such a smart, nice little girl. 
Adrian. I'll mention her name. We don't, it doesn't matter. Um, and she uh, she came in from recess and she was crying again, again. I mean, there was there were 35 kids in my class. There was always crying, 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 crying. And I'm like, I, I just can't understand why you're crying. I didn't cry as a kid. Like as a actual growing teenager, I don't really remember crying except for like twice. Yeah, like I just don't cry. Um, so she came in and she was crying, like hyperventilating. And I was like, do you need to see a nurse or a counselor? Like, you don't have to come to class. Like, you can go. Please go. Like, here's a pass. I'll call somebody. And I'm like, but you've got to breathe. Like, you've got to stop breathing. And I finally calmed her down enough. I was like, what's wrong? And she was like... <sighs> She hit me in the face with a scarf and then walked away. And I was like, she slapped you in the face with a scarf? And she goes, no. She threw it around her neck and it hit me in the face. And I said, well, was it intentional? And she goes, you just don't get me. It walked away. And I was like, I was like, thank God they don't get you. I mean, I was like, I, 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 I don't know. Like, it was a small scarf, like a fashion scarf from 2013. Like, it wasn't even, I, I it was... I just not built for 13 year olds. Not built for 13 year olds. 13 going yeah. on 30. And then and then every day when they had to change their assigned seatings because there was a new feud with somebody. They're like, I can't sit next to her. And I'm like, you're literally three seats away from her. She was like, I can't be in the same quadrant. <laughs> I was like, oh God. And then the boys are even worse because they like just fight each other. I'm like, just cry, please. Like, don't just hit cry. each other. Why are you hitting each other? You're as big as me. I'm not stopping. Like, you can't hit people. Anyways, sorry. I, 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 the good news of this week is that Teddy Mellencamp got voted off first of Celebrity Big Brother. Thank goodness. <laughs> and we are so excited because everybody else saw right through her. Yeah, I love that. Love and you, that. A good part is this two T's for a pod doesn't need to look for guest co-hosts. They got her right back in the seat in the saddle again. Well, I hope that she gets me- melon canned from that too. Oh, I think they will. I think they will. I think, I think unless they cancel OC, which is a good, uh, which could happen, I think there is a very, very good chance that we're going to be seeing uh, Tamra, Vicky, Heather. Tammy Sue. Yeah, a Tammy Sue, Vicky, Heather reemergence. And then maybe a Gina with that. And oh, then bring back Jesus drugs. I, I, I would be interested in like actually. You know, this is something they've never done. Brought back everybody for a franchise that they fired. Mm. Interesting. It would be interesting because you have a different perspective, but they also have a history and they actually know each other. Back in the day, I think they spend a lot more time with each other. So bring back Jesus jugs, I tell you. Mm-hmm. Let's see it happen. Um, and then that's it. I mean, I'm still not watching Miami. I'm just going to wait till it all comes out on Bravo because Girls Trip's coming out on Bravo. And that was stupid. I mean, that makes no sense to me. Yeah. Is everything just going to come to Bravo? Yeah, it sure is. I think what they're doing is using it to make sure that people like it before they actually pay. I, they probably have to pay a lot more money to have it on a network television show with network advertising I don't know how it works, man. Yeah, I wish well, I did because it. it's so good. I'm excited. I had gotten so far where I was like, I actually just want to binge watch this. Yeah, watch this. I just want to binge watch this and really enjoy it. So I, I am excited um, and confused about why all these women aren't full time housewives. 
very yeah, confusing. It's very confusing. It is very Co confusing. Well, and maybe that's because it was Peacock produced. Who knows? Yeah. Okie dokie. Well, let's sit back, relax, and rewind and get ready to go back to the premiere date of October 14th, 2010. My sweet Gabby's dog's birthday. Happy birthday, Queen Gabby. That exact day. She was born that exact day. Oh, my gosh. My Libra twin. Oh Ten days God. after her Tia. No wonder she doesn't look at the help when they feed her. It's it's shocking. Look at her. She's from Beverly Hills. She's a star. I'm too low for her. She's like, where am I living? God, carry me in a baby, a doggy bajon. Where's my nanny? Where's my nanny? I I thought I had three nannies. Okie dokie. Well, we were. What were we listening to? Just the way you are by Bruno Mars. Our song dedicated to Gabby. Ah, uh, I love her just the way she are. Um, and in the box office, we are watching the social network. I've never watched it actually. Um, don't really, you know, I just didn't really, really care that much about, oh. I, I don't know why it just didn't happen. And then TV boardwalk empire and Jersey shore of which I watched both. Um, <laughs> boardwalk empire. It's, I, you know how I always say the wrong words and I can never remember real TV shows. And it's so weird to see it like in writing because Matt would watch that show, and I always thought it called, I, I always called it Breakaway Speakeasy. I actually love that title more. And I just, I love it. I don't know where it came from. I don't know how it happened. I don't, I don't understand, but that's the only thing I could ever remember. Hysterical. I'd be like, Breakaway Speakeasy again, Matt. Oh my. <laughs> again. <laughs> again. And he's like, that's not even close to the name but yes. i didn't watch it all i started it and it was okay i mean you know it takes a lot i did finish sex lives of college girls though finally i finished it i finished it did you love 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 best show on tv i you know it i will have to say it had the best start of a show that i've seen in a long time the end was a little a little sad for me um but i am very interested in going back i well, i kind of exactly. dipped i kind of dipped in episode nine maybe a half of eight and then 10 was great for me so you know here there everywhere i and you know what i think that was is that it was it's real life and exactly. i um you know my favorite my favorite girl she she had a rough go of it eight nine and then towards 10 so it wait was, who's your favorite um what's her name kimberly bella no not bella Bella's bella my favorite. i yeah. love bella too. i'm still having trouble Leighton, kimberly bella whitney Yes. When you, it's like the, it's like the Power Rangers. When you start with one name, I got them all. Yes. I need somebody to start with like that. The just one start the it four. off. Yeah, because I all and I always remember Layton. Layton reminds me of a girl from college a mm -hmm. lot, um, and I mean the characters are very real. I I'm 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 feeling my age a little bit because I went to college in just a different time. Yes. And I feel like if I was a little bit younger, I would completely relate a million times. Yeah, more. and I, I still love it. I laugh and cry. Oh, I love it episode. too. Some Everyone... of the best writing, some of the most funny writing I've heard. Yes, Mindy Kaling is the best so writer. So funny. I've been so begging funny. you to get in all of Mindy's shows. I know, I know, I know, I know. You know how I get intimidated by something like the, like the Mindy Project that has so many seasons? Yes. Well, go watch Never Have I Ever. There's only two seasons on... Um, Did it get canceled? 
Um, no, it's coming back. Oh, okay. Coming right I, okay, I can start that. Yeah. I, 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 because I don't like shows that also get canceled and only have like three seasons. I, I don't like to start them. Yes. Well, yeah. everyone, if you love Mindy Kaling like me, go listen to our friend at Project Mindy podcast because she covers all of it and it's so good. So so good. I also think that she's got me hooked on maybe starting a, a Family Karma. <gasps> oh. Yes. I think I'm going to start it. I was craving something the other day that had a little bit more flavor because I kind of think um, for me, I put like Shaws of Sunset and Married to Medicine. I don't know whether it's just because they came out at the same time, but for them as Bravo shows, they just have a little bit more spunk to them, a yes. little bit different of a kick. Um, and I wanted something like that, but I can't rewatch Shaws. I tried to rewatch Shaws. Shaws is so dark. Yeah. That like when you rewatch it, I mean, it feels like I've never been in a K-hole, but if I would have been in a K-hole, <laughs> I think this is a K-hole when I rewatch Shaws. It is so fucking dark watching like I, I can't. This isn't a Shaw's podcast because I can never rewatch it. I um, started you'll like Family Karma. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I need something a little lighter. It is. It's lighter. It's fun. Because when I was watching Shaw's, I didn't really was realize it was so heavy. Yeah. Because I'm is... just re- I'm just watching all of Shaw's now, and I'm like I have to take breaks. I like, think because I'm older too, ooh, watching yeah. it, the things that they do and say to each other are so damaging mm-hmm. and real. It's too real for me. It's dark. I'm like, can we go shopping? Like, <laughs> can we not ruin 20, 30, 40 year old friendships? Like, this is too much, too emotional. Okay, sorry. Sorry. And digress, digest. And then, uh, what's in the headlines? CVS Pharmacy has agreed to pay $75 million in, fa- in fines for allowing repeated purchase of a key ingredient in the making of methamphetamine in at least Makes five sense. states. Yeah, yeah, they're all messed out. Sorry, that's that's terrible. And, you yeah. know, we're from West Virginia, so meth really did negatively affect Ruined some city. families. Yeah. Talk like, about some family karma. Oh, <laughs> really? It was, yeah. yeah, it was rough. I remember in middle school, my health teacher would make us all um, know current events every day. And she would randomly call on people and be like, what's your current event? And when we would forget to actually check the news, we'd be like, there was another meth bust. Meth labs. I love the word meth lab. I feel like meth labs were so common. Like it didn't shock me at all. There was this little diner um, that we used to go to that had the best coconut cream pie ever, but it was attached to this like really, I mean, it's like a seven room motel. Well, in motel, I remember going to school one day and they're like, did you hear room number three Mm. had a meth lab in it? And literally, they put, like, a hazmat suit of over a building. Like, that's just what it was. It was just, like, plastic tarp and rented out all the other rooms. Oh, my God. For 60 days. They let it clear for 60 days. And they're like, now we can rent it. It was literally, like, Bates Motel. So it wasn't an explosion. It was just a, a meth bust? Oh, no. There was an explosion inside, but it oh. didn't burn everything down because... Oh. Because the police officer happened to be in the um, diner when it happened. Oh. And so, and and plus, like, literally the fire station is probably two blocks away. And there's no, there's not a, there's not a stoplight. Braxton Family Value. There's not one stoplight in the town. So, like, we could get there pretty fast. Yeah. So, it didn't burn down. And so, it, 
I thought, now that I think about it, I thought that they put it over there for the contaminants, but they probably put it over there so it didn't get waterlogged mm -hmm. the whole room. It was probably, no, they don't care about mold either. I was going to say mold, but, you know, they would have dealt with mold. It was probably just the hole in the roof. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Braxton Family Values. That, there you go. There you go. Not not affected by meth labs at all here. Um, just too common. we have Tony Braxton or <laughs> Unbreak Tamar my heart. go to Braxton County and do live reporting? Oh, I'd love it. No, we'd have to. Honestly, we have to get Tracy or Tawanda. Yeah. You know, Tony is too busy. She is busy. Yeah. And she's and she's got lupus. She can't be down there. She can't be. You know how many things she get? The allergies would be through the roof. That's right? true. That's yeah, true. There's too there. many anti-vaxxers and no maskers. Oh, yeah. She gets yeah, sick. She we can't, can't be there. We can't. We can't no. jeopardize her. And then her. she might get Mama Evelyn sick. And we oh, can't have the whole family. We cannot take down the Braxton family. Right. But Tracy Tawanda, I'm not really sure... The other one's Santa forget her name. I love her so much. I I have some of her music. The party girl, Trina. 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 Uh, Trina. I don't think Trina would go because there's not enough establishments and she loves a good bar. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think Tracy or Tawanda could could kick it there. Could, could kick it there. Could take care of it for uh, us. Could take care of our business. Yeah. This is Channel Five News. <laughs> um, and then in fashion we have uh, camel coats, and they're still in. Mm -hmm. They're still in, in for celeb gossip. Uh, Friends star Courtney Cox and actor David Arquette have announced that they are separating after 11 years of marriage. Okay. Uh, I've seen a lot of interviews with David Arquette because of the new Scream. And he's a strange, strange man. Yeah. He makes me very uncomfortable. I love Alexis Arquette. Oh, love Alexis Arquette. Uh, I don't know much about clothes, but my hair looks fierce. <laughs> I don't know much about, much about, much about, much about, much about clothes and things. All I do is talk about, talk about, talk about, talk about shit when my cell phone rings. My favorite song ever. Do you remember when she was on The Surreal Life and that man talked bad to her in the bar and she grabbed the whole umbrella and tried to rush him at the door? I mean, the best. The best. That is actually a you and Nathan move, 100%. <laughs> like, literally, when Nathan was like, when Nathan watched that, no reaction and goes, I relate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. But the best part was that, like, the umbrella wouldn't fit through the door. So she got, like, jammed in it. And then she had to, like, <laughs> duck underneath. And luckily, that scrawny man had ran out. Okie dokie. Well, let's get ready. Touched for by the an angel. Touched by an angel, honey. Oh, let's get ready for this episode. And it's it's an episode, guys. It's an episode. That's what it is. It gets so better. It does get much. It gets much better. I think. I think that we really do see kind of like the teaser clip when they go to show networks these things for mm -hmm. the first episode. Yes. And, and this one is kind of the first one where you'll see like the women getting together. There's not really a a huge amount of ties between all of them. I think before there was like. A little bit more tie yeah. between people, uh, community-wise. And, and I thought it was interesting because it starts before the taglines. It does the voiceovers. And because, you know, in New Jersey, it was like the amazing sound clips, like prostitution whore yes. and all of that. And it's always just been like sound bites. But these, I feel like, were rehearsed, like written lines. But I don't think Adrian had a line. I don't think she did either. I think there were only five. Yeah. I, so I I, I wrote down two of them. In. I didn't write them all I down. wrote them all. Oh, I liked the first one a lot, especially because it was Camille. Okay. The sun always shines on Beverly Hills, but not on everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Shady. 
That's um, enough for you. Yeah, I wrote that one and then I wrote Lisa's down, but I didn't write the rest. Um, Taylor's was everything might look perfect, but it's not. It's a land of make believe. Yes, for her. she doesn't say that ever again. Yeah, Kim says this. I and she sounded so much like Kyle to me at first. Oh my I, god, I thought it was Kyle. There were when she, when they did clips later when they did clips of her acting when she was in her twenties she sounded so much like Kyle. Yeah, it was insane. I literally wrote Kyle and then I was like, oh wait, let's get like I to erase it. I'm wondering if all the drinking and possibly smoking. I don't know if she smoked cigarettes, but I'm wondering if that made her voice more raspy and she sounded exactly like Kyle. Yeah, I think 20s. so because I was, I was bamboozled, hoodwinked, let Um, she says this town runs on status. Status can come from money, connections, fame, or even looks. And then Kyle says, you can be the toast of the town one day and a nobody the next. It can all go away in an instant. And Lisa says, if you can play the game, then you'll find no better way to live. Uh, which I found interesting, considering what will happen later uh, with all the gameplay and how she mm -hmm. plays games and all that stuff. Which I will tell you, as we watch this a million times, I don't think that there's anything wrong with somebody like Lisa Vanderpump. I think she naturally, that's how she navigates life. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that what she lacks is self-awareness in the sense that, like, you need to understand that that's, like, you're kind of a manipulative person. Like, that's how you work. Not in a bad way. Like, it's just how she works. I don't think that, like, I, you know, I guess manipulative is a bad word. I think that, like, some people just have an ability to have an influence on other people to make them do what they want. A control enthusiast. Yes. And, and I honestly don't think that, like, you know, it's cognitive or, like, I don't think there's malintent a lot of times. Right. I think there's just, you know, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We'll never know. We're not in that mind. So, we'll never know. <laughs> and then we go to the taglines and we start with Taylor and she says, it may look like I have it all, but I want more. <laughs> and then Lisa says, in Beverly Hills, it's who you know, and I know everyone. And then Adrian, money is what I have, not who I am. And she does have the money, honey. Money, honey, honey. Lots of it. And Kim says, I was a child star, and now my most important role is being a mother. And Kyle, in a town full of phonies, I'm not afraid to be me. And you're such a fucking liar, Camille Grammer says, <laughs> it's time for me to come out of my husband's shadow and shine. Shimmy, shake, sparkle, shine, honey. I, I always wonder, like, these first ones especially, I think now they wait till the season's done if they wrote these first or they waited till the season was done. Oh, yeah, that's so true. Because the producers they, write them, right? They can suggest their own. So but... They can suggest their own and then the producers come up with them. And then I don't think they even pick them anymore. Like, I think they read for, like, two or three and the production picks them. Because I think that a lot of times they try to put them together in a certain way and then you don't know how they're going to edit your story. So right. they want the one that goes best with your story that year, especially like this. Yeah, because um, Melissa Gorga said this year she didn't like hers or pick it. Well, you know what? You, you, know, you know what, Melissa Gorga? You're lucky to be here. Yeah. You're lucky that Teresa's still carrying you. Because what's your storyline? Also, we didn't get into this enough. Actually, let's go back. Rewind to New Jersey. I am so pissed off at Joe Gorga because he is such an immature, 
adult. The fact that this poor, beautiful girl, Gia, has been through so much and then literally has to tell this grown man to please, for my little, my little sister's sake, who are 11, stop talking about their father who's never allowed in America again. Exactly. On national television. Exactly. And that's the you thing. don't have to like him. Nobody's asking you to like him. Everybody's just telling you to stop talking about him on TV. And all the problems with him are gone. Like, it's irrelevant. And he paid the price. Everybody paid the price. Yeah. I, I will have to say, I understand Joe's mentality. And I'm going to say this, and it could be into it. Joe did not kill your parents. I mean, the stress happens, all those things. And it is horrible that what Teresa had to go through Absolutely. because of Joe. But it is not Joe's fault that your parents died. It's just not. I mean, I think that we, that that's a convenient excuse. Well, um, but it makes me frustrated because he, if obviously stress is terrible for you, especially chronic stress, but he didn't care that in the beginning that he wasn't around his family and it was breaking his parents' heart. And well, look at, look at Nona, when, look at Nona, when he, when Teresa came out and they could all be together and there was no more stress. Exactly. That's what I'm he saying. He wasn't there. Yeah. And like, he lived with them. And so that's what made me sad too. And no, I get I that those are his parents and he loves them. And that's so I, great, I, but he's the adult and Joe Judice is not in your life anymore. Like any reason you didn't like him, your parents are gone. Unfortunately, we love Nona and Nona. Yeah, and Teresa left him. And the only time that you even remember he's alive is when therefore Duadas go to see him in Bahamas. And I have to tell you, I have so much respect. And this is a a Teresa podcast. And I don't care who doesn't like her because I have so much respect for that woman. Because most women, I grew up in a family that got divorced for much smaller things mm -hmm. who talk shit about my dad every day in and out, whether it was deserved or not. Teresa is doing the right thing by letting those girls make their own decision yes. and having a relationship that isn't marred by her own. Do no, she's amazing. She, do we think that she, she doesn't feel that way about Joe? I absolutely think that. But she has the respect that she wants her daughters to live a life where they love both her their parents or at least have the choice. Yes. I mean, it's just so unfair. And especially for Teresa, not Teresa, Gia, because... I mean, Gia is just such an angel. And it got me mad at Jackie all over again because people are like saying that like now Gia can have a, uh, a an opinion even though she was a child last year. No, that's different. I, I understand that that's what I thought last year. And I think something different now. The reason that I thought that way is because Gia went through so much shit and has had so much grace. She doesn't deserve somebody that doesn't know her like Jackie marring her name right. while she's trying to go to college and gain a reputation nationally by saying that she's a drug user. Yeah, she doesn't deserve that. Whether she's uncle. a kid or an adult yeah. or not, she doesn't deserve that because she has had such elegance, grace, and she's so well-spoken. When she looked at Joe and told him not to speak down to her, this girl went through everything and can still have the confidence to look at this man and be like, listen, I'm going to stand in my own opinion and be myself and tell that you, you're not going to talk to me. And then she was the one that went outside and reasoned with him yes. and said, you see it your way. I see it my way. Let's just drop it. 
Like, yeah. it's just mind-blowing. She's 21 years old. When I was 21 years old, I was, like, rage trying to break a fire hydrant. Like, yeah. I mean, like, you know what I mean? We have to understand, like, where she's coming from. And she's right all the time, whether she is or not in this situation, because she's the child of these parents and godparents and all this stuff. And Joe just needs to grow up. Well, and I think it's so hard because Joe, Teresa, and even Gia are so alike. It's so funny because... My, and she is looking so pretty. Oh, oh. amazing. But like Joe's like, you got me aggravated. And she's like, don't get me aggravated. Like, it's just so funny to see how alike they all are. And that's why they fight so much. Um, but yes, I no, just, she really is. I was, it was so, I feel like when we last saw Gia, right before she went to college, like we saw her a little bit last year, but this year, last year, I felt like you didn't hear a lot of Jersey in her. Mm-hmm. I feel like she kind of was you know, I don't know, you know, not, I hadn't found herself. Yeah, yeah. I felt a lot of, of, uh, of, of Gorga. Yeah. Her. But I think there. that she's a great mix because Jersey is so misogynistic, you know, yes. so, and like Joe was so mad because he's like, you're disrespecting me. And I totally get like, show your elders respect, all this. And we were all taught like that, but at the same time, things are toxic i'm like no when someone's disrespectful to you you should speak up and you should like have boundaries of how people speak to you and how that you're treated and so i think that that's great uncle or not mother father anyone in your life can be toxic and unhealthy for you and you should stand up for yourself well and we have to remember that gia no she was the caretaker for her little sisters Mm -hmm. i mean i mean we that we pretended that melissa was there all the time but she wasn't no, she was never um, and there. so she was taking care of her sisters. And even when I'm, I'm, we don't see it, but when Teresa got out of camp, she had to go. Oh, look at me. I am such a Teresa follower. <laughs> I, Teresa's my marrier. Mary, I called it camp. When Teresa got out of camp, <laughs> when Teresa came home from the parent trap camp where she met her twin sister, Haley, she, um, October she 11th, both she had to work all the time. And you know, Gia was watching those kids. Gia like, was doing everything. And so Nono lived there and, and helped. And Gia was taking them all to all of their sports, all their activities. Well, I think that the anger actually isn't coming from Gia. I think Gia is trying to protect her sisters. Oh, and I think Melania is mad. Melania. And Gia is trying to salvage because I don't think Gia cares anymore about the fighting. I think she's like, I can live here and go there too. Mm-hmm. I think she's trying to make sure that her sisters don't hate her Uncle Joe. Yeah. I actually think that she's trying to do the right thing. I think she's like, listen, you're being an asshole. Melania's 16 and Ga- how- Gabrielle's 17? 18? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it, it, but also like Adriana is 12. Like... Or 13. It's hard to keep the ages straight. But she, they're young. And, like, if you don't stop it, they're going to hate you. Yes. Because they're going to pick their dad. And that and them hating you is going to separate all of us. Right. She's just being so fucking reasonable. And yes. I love it. Okay, sorry. Back well, to... Well, I, but I will say, I yes. love Tree, obviously. She's yeah, everything. Yeah, I know. That's but why we didn't mention it. The Tree. only thing... But I feel like that I have to say that she is being delusional in her not saying that Jackie like what the rumor about Evan and the rumor about Bill is the same thing like spreading it and yeah. I do believe what she's saying that she believes it I think she could back a lie detector test because I do believe she said that was a rumor that I said and 
Margaret said was true. So basically she meant like Jackie could tell her kids it wasn't true. So that doesn't really hurt them. But Jennifer and Bill had to like set their kids down and say, yeah, he did cheat on me. And I do think there is a difference. There definitely is. But I don't know if there's a difference between spreading it. I loved when she said that because you're absolutely right. She believes 100% what she said. Yes. Oh, but I, and then I will go back to last season though, because when she did it, she was wasted and she was mad at Jackie. And I, she did it in a way where she was like, I just want to ruffle this bitch's feathers. I don't believe it's true. I mean, it, it doesn't make it better. Bitch, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't make it better. Yeah, she absolutely she, is. She loves to get revenge. She doesn't But she invited her well. house. She forgave her yeah. after she did that to Gia. Normally old Teresa before Namaste Teresa, she would never have had her in her house again. Her and the sprinkle cookies are never allowed in. Right. So... You know, I love I, our treat forever. I, I, I agree with you and Louie not giving me the great signs. We do wish she would have be with the pool guy. We do. Yes, please. Why can you not be with Tony? He's so hot. He's so sweet. To take on Joe Gorga and be like, she doesn't have her dad here. You're the closest thing. He's an angel. Yeah. Thank okay. Anthony of the uh, pool. And so handsome. Oh, beautiful. Yes, I just don't think he has enough like macho energy, and that's what she wants, but that's not what she needs. Toxic masculinity. Yep, absolutely. Macho, macho man. Okay. Well, let's get back to the real show that we're going over right now. Fair I game. forgot where we were. At least um, we stayed on brand and it was Housewives and not a movie that has nothing to do with this. Oh, so. we hadn't even got to the show, did we? We were talking about Lisa Vanderpump. That's it. So, I mean, whatever. Gross. Yeah. Yeah, Just like Teresa, we've grown. We've grown. Okay, so, well, and also, like, we'll get into it. It's going to go pretty quick, to be honest. Because you've all seen it. You've all seen it. So they show us Lisa Vanderpump's house. It was interesting to me to see all their old faces and all their old homes. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I think, like I was saying at the beginning, that those houses, Lisa Vanderpump's and Adrian Maloof's, were so stereotypically... LA Beverly Hills they were right. like the candy spelling estate that's what yes. we had seen on TV before and they very much so looked like estates and it was nice to see that um I didn't even remember Kyle's house well that first one no because she gets in the second one this season that's what I was gonna say I've yeah. never, I was like I've never I don't seen this house I, I, she, I, I she may be moved in or might move in right at the second episode I'll have to watch it uh, yeah, because I, I was like I, I that gray house yeah yeah, no, I yeah, I was shocked too. So basically, we went through every Lisa's house. Um, she said, "There's everything you need here." My my husband, her face looks so different to me. She's she's gotten too much filler. Um, she said, "My husband calls me a sex object because every time he wants sex, I object." She's so funny. <laughs> she was so funny and light here. It's so different than the Lisa now, who is naturally a funny person who like on Vanderpump rules, she just knows how everything works too much. She's well, too I don't aware. even think it's just her. I think that it's the people around her. So if she's surrounded by people like this and that aren't all in for the kill and in for the game too, she can be light because it's not threatening. But that when you sense. have to have your She's very up, alpha. Yeah, and you've got Rena like writing her script in her bedroom and hers and everyone's just like recruiting actresses. Oh, that's true. Having I forgot casting. how long Lisa was on the show. I forgot, you know, it, yeah. it's been a long time. So I don't think it's only her. I think that it's 
all of them. It's the climate. I was just saying that like there there was just such a lightness to her and she was just something that I don't even see on Vanderpump Rules now where she's become more of a producer. Mm -hmm. And that show just sucks anyway. She doesn't have a lot to go off of. So she's owned 26 bars and restaurants and I had forgot about Cedric. When he came on the screen, I was like, you know what? Cedric, you are clearly a sociopath, a narcissist, a manipulator, and a user. However, you misstep, buddy. You should have kept in there forever. He could have been there forever. Forever. He would have been the he would have been on Vanderpump Rules. Absolutely. Yeah. He was already living there for two years. And he had slept with Lance Bass, her new best friend. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I need to talk to Lance Bass about all this. Well, he just had twins. I love twins. Just had twins, just in the latest uh, uh, Todrick Hall video, which it's raining fellas. Not not my favorite Todrick Hall song, but um, um but Big if Brother, you wanna... whatever it's celebrity Big Brother, whatever is mm-hmm. turning me on Todrick. Oh, is he being evil? I haven't watched it. Yeah, I just he's knew that. Being a little snake. Uh, I mean, he is best friends with Taylor Swift. Ew. He, he's a snake. He's a, <laughs> he's a snake. little snake. He's a little snake. Oh well, the, I just wanted so to watch the video because the music, music itself is not that great. But this video too, it's raining fellas. Great. Only naked wet men. It's oh. great. Yeah. Ke- keep it in view. Put it on the YouTubes. Um, and then add we, it to the Spotify playlist. Add it to the playlist. No, no, no. We don't want to listen to the song. Just watch it. Honestly, a lot of it. them have just videos mute now. It. A lot of them yeah. have videos. Oh, just mute it though. We yeah. don't need to listen to the song. Um, Adrian Maloof is her neighbor. I love that she introduced herself as I'm Adrian Maloof. I'm Lisa's neighbor. That's her qualifier. I thought you were gonna say that she said part of the Maloof company family business. Yes. Yeah, she owns the Palm, which is, you know, famously known for the real world. In Vegas. Yes, yes, yes. And palms everywhere. And did you I, I, we're just going to kind of segment this because everything that they said, I feel like this has become such a big franchise that like everybody knows everybody about everybody on it. So like Adrian herself, when she was walking through her house, did you see that portrait with her kids? It looked nothing like her. Yeah. I was like, did she used to like look like this or is this a bad portrait? Yeah. Like, who even knows? But what? she owns the Kings too and yes. a skateboarding company. And yes. she's in the music business. But Interscope Records. Yes. And obviously they sold the Kings because the Kings left Sacramento, which always makes me so sad when a um, team leaves a city like that. Like when the Raiders left Oakland, that's despicable. We're so upset with you. So um, anyway, sorry. Yeah, we're upset. Uh, and to go to LA that already has a team. But anyway, um, she now owns the... No, I, I totally agree. I You know me in sports ball. Yeah. If it was like a symphony, I would have been right there with you. Well, I but support you 100%. Speaking of sports balls, now she owns the um, Las Vegas Knights, the new hockey team of Vegas. Ooh, they did pretty okay last yeah, year. I love them. And every single game, they like do a full like production in the beginning. Like it's, it's you would love it. That's I the only hockey to say, game that you would probably enjoy. Well, actually... I've I've very much so considered um, because I get a really big discount for tickets to, to go to the Predators game. Yeah. So because yeah, it, and so I very much considered it because I live in a city where they're good. 
And yeah. I kind of understand the hype for that. I can't get into football and basketball because I think for me, that's just something from like childhood. But like there wasn't hockey around me. And I think I could totally get into like hockey and soccer. Hockey's so fun. And um, soccer. I love the energy around the hockey. real football. I really want to know what hair products they all use because they run literally nonstop, are sweating constantly, and their hair stays perfect. And I also think that like Cynthia Bailey or someone is like doing a model scout because they're all hot <laughs> as shit. They're all they, so beautiful. Oh, I'm like, damn, gorgeous. he's good looking. Like Kim Kozak says about herself. Well, I think hockey players are like that. And I think a lot, I mean, soccer players are like that. And I think a lot of hockey players are until they start hockey and then they knock all their teeth out. And that's unfortunate, but. Well, they get, they get. um, I like the aggression. I like that they're physically a kind, they're not allowed, but I like that they fight. Oh yeah. That the the saying is I went to a, I went, what is it? I went to a fight and saw a hockey game or something like that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I, 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 you know, not that we support, not that we support that, but I do support that. Yeah, I, well, it's just fun for me. Also, like everybody's in gear; they know what's going on. They're not going to kill each other. Well, and they always get te- their teeth redone after they're I, done playing. Like I, after I just retire. love that they're willing to look ugly for that many years. Though. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's whatever. I'm going to get knocked out again. I am so vain. I yeah. would literally every, every when it happened, I would just get a new tooth. A new tooth. My dentist would love me if I was a hockey player. I get knocked down, but I get a new tooth. But I get a new tooth again. You're never going to keep me down. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Um, And so we, I feel, maybe I just watch this season so often. I feel like this season is ingrained in my head. I don't know if I watched it that much, but um, she, I don't understand why her and Paul ever got married. And she says it's wonderful to have money, but it's best to work for it. Her father ingrained that in her. And her and Paul um, keep everything separate, she said. And I said, including their feelings. Yeah. Those are not together at all. And she's she just got to um, meet President Obama because they went to a, a fundraiser. And oh Paul wouldn't even go because he's a Republican. Uh, you know what's so crazy to me? That was glaring to me this time that I watched it. Never, never had ever filed that away in my head. Didn't oh, I remember. Rem- didn't remember that scene. Didn't remember him acting that way. It was shocking to me, to be honest. Yeah, I remember. That's one of those scenes that I will never forget. Well, and then Paul says, which which maybe this is, you know, part of my vindictive nature listening to that. He says... We're just both type A. And I said, you're not type A, you're type hate. You yep. both hate each other. They really do. I think what happened is Adrian had reached a certain age. She wanted to have children. And she grew up in a traditional family that wanted her to have children. And that's just what worked for her. I, I mean, I really don't ever think that those two people ever got along. No. The, you know, the, there are times when people are in a relationship and towards the end it gets nasty. These literally seem like two people that never liked each other. No. Like, like, never they, cuddled, never no, cuddled. Like, just, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. And, um, they might have never and, even had sex because... Yeah, well, we can't say that on this podcast. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, because, I was going to end it there, Tiny Manzo. Yes. Uh, <laughs> because Tiny Manzo's 
a licorice company will come after us. <laughs> and that's all we're going to say. Love you, Tiny Manzo. We'll give you more tributes later. We will always <laughs> tribute a drink to Tiny Manzo, our hero, our father, our father, our son, and the Holy Ghost. Tiny Manzo. <laughs> this is the new podcast. It's called Tiny Manzos. <laughs> Welcome to Tiny Manzos, where we just talk about how much we love the Tiny Manzo. Um, and, then, and then we're quickly introduced to Taylor, who I did forget that was Adrian's friend. And seems like quite a good friend to Adrian. Met her brothers several times, allegedly. Allegedly. And she loves a four-shot latte. Allegedly. That's wild. Allegedly. And uh, their children allegedly go to the same school together because I didn't know that Kennedy was old enough to go to school. Well. And I thought her boys were much older than her. Yeah, I thought so too. And maybe Kennedy is like in pre-K there. You know, like maybe they're one of those schools that have a pre-K. You know, three-year-olds always hang out with like 10-year-olds. Yeah. But, but I but when it's a small school, maybe at a function, you sit true, next to each other. Yeah. But the biggest allegedly is that Adrian is Kennedy's godmother. Uh, I literally put that in quote Ramona quotation marks. Yeah. I was like, Adrian is Kennedy's godmother. Um, Someone should tell Adrian. Didn't know that. Didn't hear that. Didn't believe that. Neither I mean, did that Adrian. <laughs> She didn't know either. No, she, she had no clue. She, she had to send Christmas presents for the past three years. She was like, um, oh. Then we go to Camille, and I said, Camille, like Cynthia of the Rugrats, uh, is a dancer. I, I <laughs> forgot about that fucking scene where she was dancing. I didn't remember this opening montage. Cynthia. Is a dancer. Camille She's a really cool a dancer. dancer. <laughs> yeah, Camille is a very cool dancer. Oh my goodness. Um, and that is how you describe Camille's dancing. She's a very cool dancer. Yeah. Like that's true. not classically trained, just a very cool dancer. She likes a lot of rotations, a lot of body movements, very 90s. A body spring, roll, a hand TV spring break. Yes, and shoulder, shoulder, shoulder. She shoulders all the time. Shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. It's interesting to me because I would never have thought that Camille would have just introduced herself as a dancer. However, you know, Camille was probably on posters all over walls back in the 90s when she was that dancer girl. When her on and Club Cynthia, MTV. What, what if Camille was holding Cynthia and they were both dancing together? Wow, now that's a power couple. <laughs> yes, CNC, fact- CNC Music Factory. <laughs> oh my goodness, if we were better at memes, y'all. Oh, well. God. Can someone make that in this? Hey, Michaela. Hey, Michaela. Hey, can you can you get into the audio biz? Because we need you to do this for us. Yes. Um, she has two kids, four nannies. Obnoxious, obnoxious, obnoxious. But she's still a good mother, allegedly. As she asked her daughter Mason, "How is your brother Jude? How's your brother? I was how's not even just brother? how's your brother. How's your brother Jude? That's the only seen brother. Haven't in a while. Like that. Like that. There's fourteen brothers, and she has to specify. How's your brother Jude? Aren't they twins? No, Mason's eight and Jude's five. Oh, okay. Well, but he's been like sick, they're... and obviously he was quarantined or something because Camille hasn't seen that kid in months. Was he sick, or was it was like, how's your brother? Well, I think him? that he was sick because then she asked the nanny, "Is he doing better?" And the nanny's like, "Yeah, he's fine. Like he's completely better." But it was literally like noon. Like you just didn't go to see him today. Like how long has it been? Weeks. Yeah, she, Weeks. she doesn't. She doesn't know the, those children or her husband because they all live on different parts of that seventeen-acre estate. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been married for thirteen years. We and, had horses, but no more. But no more. She was like, "No more." <laughs> no more. She was like. She was like, no more. Those horses wronged me. I spend um, time with my kids, but no more. But no more. 
<laughs> that's what happens after they were born. I, I'm, no not, I'm not even sure she was there for the birth, to be honest. Um, and that's fine. I mean, that's prerogative. She can afford it. It is shocking to me how much money every time I watch it that Kelsey Grammer accumu- accumulated. Mm-hmm. As somebody that I just knew from Frasier. Right. It's it just insane. goes to show you that producing is where the money's at. Yes. And oh. songwriting and producing. Well, and like he was candy, syndicated for so birth. Like, oh, wow. yeah. Birth. Burr. She taught yeah. us well. But yeah. yeah, and Kelsey is getting the fuck I out hope of to there. I be burrist one day. Ooh. 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 Wow. Ooh. With Cynthia. Where's Cynthia? Ooh, Ooh. shoulder. Shoulder. Burris is a dancer. Oh. oh. Wow. It's not a dancer, it's a dance wow. move. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, Kelsey's acting, and he's so generous, apparently. I don't know. I don't know why I wrote so generous. Who knows what happened? Because um, Camille always says they're so generous, probably. She's oh, like Jesus. Remember, she says that later. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, um, I do remember that. Um, and then she, uh, and then we go on to Taylor. Or do you have anything more about Camille? No, just that Kelsey's doing La Caja Falls, and I love that show. Oh, get sh- oh, that's what I wrote. Get the shirts they ma- that make me look real gay. That's yeah. what he said. Mm-hmm. You know, because he needs those shirts when he's dating another woman. Yes. You know well, that he has her name tattooed above his member. His, his tiny manzo. Yeah, above his tiny manzo. Um, also, her name is like Anne. Who gets Anne? Yeah. Like, <laughs> is that I your mean, grandmother? If her, is, if her name is like Charisma or something, like maybe. Charisma. Like, 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 yeah, like if your name is Cynthia as a dancer, please, please give me a pubic tattoo. <laughs> please but get not a pubic tattoo of the like, entire Cynthia song. If you're going to get Anne, you have to have of Green Gables as a tramp stamp. Like, like yes. you're not going to get Anne. No, <laughs> it's his favorite book. He, it's not even for her. He does have the trans stamp. It's between <laughs> his cheeks. Nobody ever spread. He only knows at the airport that he loves Anne of Green Gables. Okay, and then we've got Taylor go Oklahoma on your ass, Armstrong. She um she said that she grew up and she always thought there was something really big for her in life, and you know what? I said there was her lips. There, there was something it's coming, and it was her lips. Um, and uh, she felt it, it was kind of a burden to have mm-hmm. that that destiny mm-hmm. laid upon her. Such enormous <laughs> aspirations. She's actually jealous of people that are. Content. Are we are we going to digress this season or next season into? Kalindi has a f- full Taylor Armstrong expose. <gasps> I mean, this is Hulu level. This is the housewife and the Armstrong. Like this is up there remember when you went through all that no i have no idea what you're talking about (laughs) i was in oklahoma and i blacked out i don't know you don't remember at all when you like read all that stuff about her in high school and how she lied and (gasps) she changed her name she beverly her name she's a beverly merrill oh my god Okay. I can't believe you forgot. You blocked it out. It was like I seven it out years like ago. You went on a full ex. You literally, you were like, and now you like have all the points. We'll have to go back. We'll go through our chat oh history, God. guys. Like literally, well. there's an expose to be had. Uh, and maybe we'll get into that one on the second girl's trip. We'll see when we want to bring down the Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to see what she's like now. Um, I have seen her face. And this is, guys, this is what happens when you get fillers too young. You know That's how so I feel stupid. about fillers, guys. And and that this is a public a, a service announcement brought to you by Beverly Merrill. And um, you know how they had Dare in school, like to, to <laughs> not do drugs, 
We yeah. are going to have that to tell people not to get filler. What did fair stand for? Don't do that to me. I don't know. <laughs> D- um, Moms against drunk driving is mad. Mad, yeah. Dare something about resistance, maybe. Oh yeah, I think I was president my senior year. We changed. I, we only had dare in elementary school, and then we wait, had, we had the other one, the other one against Ray's. Yes, and yes. I was in that too. Me and Shayna, because I always I had cheered before, Ray's and so I always got into football heart. games free. Yeah, and then once I quit to join show choir, I was like, I am not paying to get into this football game. I will volunteer as a Ray's member. And then I would never actually do anything. Yeah, me neither. Well, same. I just needed the picture in the yearbook so I'd have 36 entries. Same. That's all, that's same, all same, I, same. I, I'm like, I'm the secretary the pre- of this club. I was the president Excuse of like me. every club. Yeah. I was like, oh, yes. Never went back. I just went for picture day. Yes. Um, remember your secretary. <laughs> like Taylor, I was a consultant. Education. Yes. Oh, okay. Got it. Oh, that, see, that just doesn't roll off your tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and... Taylor, who I did not know had a job, was a high-level cons- a consultant for high-level management. What does that even mean? It's her little company. B- b- people, she consults high-level management about what? Decisions? Firing people? Fillers. 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 Absolutely. And then she's getting fillers from um, Mr. Maloof. Um, we'll call him that because he doesn't run that household. And, and it's only his second time doing it? Oh my God. When he put the lidocaine and she literally swole, got swollen like a killer bee had attacked her. She had been swarmed. Oh uh, my and God. And then he rubbed it in. You could tell that like he put it in and then rubbed it. Terrifying. Oh my God. And Adrian was like freaking the fuck out. And well, I thought she was being so. a good friend. She was like, is that how that's supposed to work? Is that normal? And then, and then they said, very pretty. And I said, um, she looks like she's literally been swarmed. Like, not very pretty. She looks like Kyle Richard after she got swarmed by that hive of bees and jump into the pool to escape them because none of her, of uh, the people that worked for her could hear her screaming. Yes. After she got Vander humped by those bees. Yes. Yes. That's what happened. Taylor got Um, Vander pumped. And then when you find out, I I don't want to talk too much about Russell. And I will tell you, I feel bad. I will say a couple bad things probably about him on this podcast. But I just do think that it's not appropriate to speak ill of him. um, In the sense that, like, we have to. He's on the show. Uh But I think it's... Are we protecting Kennedy? I think, yes. I think in this sense, it's not fair to everything that was involved for the whole thing. You know, I just think it's a little inappropriate for me. I don't feel good about it. Maybe we'll um, talk about it in the context and, of the Taylor expose. So we can get the full today. story. We don't know if I'll say that later. I just say that today. We, we definitely have to talk about what's going on. The signs. Uh, we didn't say it, but now we do. We have to talk yeah. about it. But like, I, I think that there, I think that Russell very much so displays everything that a sociopathic narcissist, even the look in his eyes, I what look just, in his eyes? They're dead. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, even just that, like, what he is is exactly what he is. Like, I can see it, and it's... And Taylor you know, says um, that their relationship is 80% business and 20% romance, but she knew what she was signing up for. And yeah. I think that that statement was so heavy. That That statement tied to something really big was meant for me is exactly the 
epitome of Taylor's life. Mm-hmm. She wanted out of Oklahoma so bad she would do anything. And she knew what she was getting. And exactly. She paid for it. She, yep, she did. And, you know, I, I'm not here to judge that. If, if that's how you want to live and that's what happened, I, you know, that is what that is. And, and it was shocking to me because that he invested $10 million into something. Some she, cell phone company? No, a movie company. Movie company. Wow. And she and found that, out like on a magazine? Yeah. Horrible. Okay. Back to something more like the other Kim. We the love turtles. Kim. We love turtles. I do love how kooky Kim is. Um, we hear about, she's her, here with her kids. She's moving again. And she says that Big Kathy told her to be careful to not make her life about her kids because then you'll end up alone. But she decided to not take that advice and made her life about her kids. That was nice. She started off and the nanny and the professor. It's shocking because I forget, especially now, how old Kim is and how the old movie system worked. Because you know how we're both obsessed with like Elizabeth Taylor and yes. uh, Debbie Reynolds when she said she signed with Warner Brothers Studios. Exactly. Uh, and they own she, your ass. Yeah. When you don't really make that much money. Yeah. And, and we'll talk about Kyle later, but I thought it was pretty judgmental when she said that when Kim turned 18, she's a big spender because she went and bought a Porsche. She worked her whole fucking life. Exactly. She reward herself she, she even says 18. later that she started uh, movies at, what, like five or six or something? And yeah. her mom joked that she got a late start because Kim started at six months. Six, yeah, she started at three. And yeah, yeah, Kim started at six months. Like, it's crazy. But I, my, I love Kim Richards. And when she's talking about that she went to dinner with Paris... And the paparazzi said, don't forget, your aunt was here first. Yes. Your aunt's an icon. Yes. And I love her just kind of slightly posing. Yes. But what I love about that is Kim's not a Kyle in the way that she's going to jump in front when somebody says that. She's still sharing the spotlight. Yes. Kim's a very genuine person. And I think she made a good housewife because I think she was real. I think she's had the camera on her whole life. And I think she was really good at just being present and being herself. Yeah. She just had a hard life. She had a lot of demons, yeah. Um, and, she, you know, she supported her whole family. So Kyle worries about Kim. Um, and, and it sounded like Kim has four kids two di- with two different husbands and Three. one long-term. Oh, yeah, okay. One long-term boyfriend. Three different dads. Yeah. Three baby daddies, four, four, uh, four kids. And her last divorce, Kyle said, pretty much wiped her out, which is sad to me that she had to pay for I don't know whether she had to pay somebody, but didn't she marry like a billionaire too? Like, but that's I was very confused because I don't know because Mon- they both they all moved married very rich men. Before. Yeah, exactly. And so, but then she's best friends with is it Monty? Then, yes, and he like lives with her. And so I was like, it wouldn't be him, right? And then it, did he not pass away? He did, but oh, I'm yeah. saying yeah, they they were divorced. And oh, I forgot this was a non-death podcast now. She's uh, best friends currently with Monty. No, no, no. I was saying, why would yeah, she no. be best friends with him years later? Because she's well, best friends I, well, with him the, after. He, I think he was the long-term boyfriend. And that's oh. who she had Chad with. And I think the husband before that cleaned her out. And okay. I think the husband before that was a billionaire. Oh, so he cleaned her out? No, I think the... I think but the, then, but the other No, no. Guy... The fir- I think the first husband was a billionaire. I think the second husband that had Kimberly and whatever, I, I it's hard to Wait, no, it's Brooke. Brooke and Kimberly. Chad. No, Kimberly's the youngest. Okay, so it's, oh, Kimberly's the youngest. So no. Kimberly. It's confusing because you Kimberly's, think she would name her first daughter after herself. Kimberly, is, Kimberly is Monty's. No, Kimberly 
is the really hot guy. And okay, I don't so know if they were actually He must have married. been the second husband. Oh, but maybe he was the boyfriend. Maybe Monty was the husband. That's what I'm saying. Maybe Monty, maybe Monty was the first husband that she had two kids with. Oh, okay. Because we'll he was older. Look this up. Because, We're going to look into the. the, yeah, the but the I would like to Kim know. Kim is very be- forgiving if he cleaned her out after the divorce, and then like she moves him in when he gets sick and stuff. It, and they're it best does, friends. It it makes sense that you would have two kids with the man that you really loved. Everything wasn't going so great when you had two kids. You thought you could find grass greener. The second guy cleaned you out. And then, and then the third guy's just hot. The third guy's just hot. I remember yes. when he that makes sense to me. Yeah, I bet that that's the story we're going with. Because you get to see one. him move Kimberly out to college, and I'm like, damn. Yes, I do remember that now. I, I, because in my mind, I always thought Chad was the youngest because he lived there the same amount oh, of time yeah, as yeah. Kim. The same amount of time. Okay. Anyways, um, and then Kim says that she's gonna have another baby, a very Ramona Singer moment. Oh my and god. Robert, yeah, I was like, yeah, no, let's please not. Um, then we have a weird scene with uh, uh, Todd, 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 Ken, Ken, and Lisa, and they were talking about how they're gonna go see the Kings game. It's just like a transition thing. The only thing that I got from gleaned from it was that Ken was like, "I'm sure they'll have an assistant to take care of Jiggy." I was like, "What? Just carry Jiggy? Like, who needs to take care of Jiggy?" Yeah. And then we're introduced to Kyle. She has a bag fetish that uh, Lisa <laughs> thinks is. Very amusing. And we hear about that later. Uh, she clearly does just love to buy a bag. And she says every time she finds a new handbag, she acts like she's just found a cure for cancer. <laughs> not not true. <sighs> um, and then of, this is like the most Kyle scene. She's walking to the uh, Annie inside the inside the actor studio, whatever, <laughs> about Halloween. She'll never stop talking about Halloween and her good friend, uh, Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis. She started acting at three, um, and every time the business kicks her out, she says, screw them, I'm going to have another baby. So all of her children are based on failures. So <laughs> here we are. Um, and she was 13 year old, a 13-year-old driving herself every day to work, which I did find shocking. I remember that, too. That's crazy. And uh, she has, Mauricio says she has heavy spending habits, but I like that he said, I'd rather be happy than right. Yeah, I like that too. I actually think that is one of the key things to having a good relationship, knowing whether you need to be happy or right in certain situations. When to hold them and when to fold them. Yep. When to, look at you. Wow. (laughs) Cynthia's a dancer and you're just a genuine polka player. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, I just, Wanted to comment that Mauricio just looks so much younger to me. So much It's only been 12 years. Like, he looks a lot younger. Yeah. He looks like a baby. Yeah, baby. Um, And then the women meet to go on the private jet to the Kings game. And this is the the first time they've all been together and a lot of them have met. Like, in a way. And the first time we meet hypochondriac Kyle. Yes. Who is no longer afraid of planes like this, but is now there. Um. Adrian was is everyone's neighbor. She was also Camille's neighbor earlier. Yeah. And then Taylor was like, Beverly Hills is a small place. No, it's not. I hate when people say that. Beverly Hills is really not a small place. Like the community of extreme wealth is a small place. Yes. Beverly Hills, not a small place. Um, uh, 
Kyle hates flying, blah, 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 blah. Camille had a surrogate. I'm like, that was random. <laughs> also, out there. Kyle was really rude about that. She was like, I know lots of people that would like to give birth to their kids. And I was like, that's none of your business. Yeah, who cares? If she doesn't want to go through labor and can afford not to, then that's her business. Like, yeah, she was just really, you could see that. Then She's a was, job creator. Right. And then I did love that Lisa was, I did, she, look at her. She has four nannies and two surrogates. She's making it happen. Um, Mitch McConnell over here. Oh, God. Don't get me started. I hate that I live so close to the Kentucky border. Um, and then uh, Kyle, I love that Lisa was teasing Kyle. But basically, this is just a big plane montage where we don't really see that much. And then we sit down to a dinner when we land. Kyle does some weird phallic jokes about a squash. Kim can't be friends with anybody. <laughs> And Camille does an English impression where she talks about covering her rat. And that made everybody uncomfortable. <laughs> so that's the synopsis of what happened. In the that was perfect. Movie. We're done. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. I did like when Camille said that she was the powerhouse behind Kelsey Grammer. Um, and then they go in VIP to the Kings game. Only thing I really noted there was Kim can't, Kim is pretty antisocial. I didn't think so. When you're in a new group of people, I'm not always the most outgoing one either. I don't need to. And I thought it was rude that Kyle didn't sit with Kim and she sat her on the end by Agreed. Taylor. So like that was Kyle's fault to me. Like she didn't make her feel comfortable. Camille loves attention and Kyle hates Camille because she loves attention just as much and was mad that she wasn't getting it. That's what was going on. And they should have sat beside each other. If she would have sat by Kim, yes. she could have she had, could have had attention down there. Yes. I agree. And then I love that Adrian knew all the players and they felt comfortable to come up to her because oh, that's not that always so cute. It was so nice. It's not like that's not always how those relationships work. No. So it was nice that she that she clearly does have relationships with those players. And that she's um, at courtside. I thought that was interesting because usually you sit in the box. Well, yeah. And that's how you can tell that she has that relationship. Yeah. She wants she you know, she's not only invested in the money, but she's invested in the team. And that's why they own it. And I appreciate somebody like her who clearly is all in and present. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have a stupid fight between Kim and Kyle about how Kim is very codependent, allegedly. Um, I think Kim is codependent in the sense that she needs her kids. I don't think that she's codependent on Kyle. I think actually Kyle's pretty codependent on Kim. Uh, I think she needs that fight. Like I think she, yes. I think she likes that anti. I I feel like there are a lot of times that Kyle pokes Kim that she doesn't see it. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I think that or take credit for there's it. There's just got to be like a big age difference or something because they well, there's not... a huge age difference between Kathy and Kyle. Well, but they just don't speak the same language. Like Kyle and Kathy, I feel like don't have as many issues as Kim and. Well, that's because Kyle. there's the big issue. So this is what happens, and I can I can totally see what's happened. What's happened is is Kyle and Kim have enough age issue age difference that. When Kyle, be when Kyle became an adult, Kathy got to know Kyle as an adult, never mm -hmm. as a kid. Because Kim was the liaison between uh, Kathy and Kyle, there is a, a, a strain there because Kathy and Kim have a good relationship. And Kim and Kat, and Kim and, sorry, the names are so much, Kim and Kyle have a much different relationship that's more antagonistic mm -hmm. so they don't communicate well so it, it's just like there's such a difference when you grow up with somebody and then become adults beside them or right under them but you knew each other as kids 
because you see each other differently. You see, you can always, like, I always see my brother as, like, 14, and I'm, like, a nine. You know what right. I mean? That's the relationship I remember. And that relationship, I revert back to that relationship when he's snarky with me. I'm like, you always have to fucking know it all because you're older. Like, yeah. I always think that way, and I think that's where that is. And I don't think that Kim and Kathy ever had their relationship. And I think that Kathy and Kyle never had the opportunity to have that. And they've made a relationship as adults. Well, and I think not only that, because that is so true, but I think that Kim was the workhorse. For the whole family. so resentful. And Kyle's experience and getting to have babies when she wanted and live a real life, just that. Kim is so resentful for. And I see that Kyle absolutely. It's such a give, mixture. Yeah. And Kyle doesn't give Kim enough credit for everything she had. Like right. she doesn't credit Kim for paying their mortgages of all their houses. And now Kyle sees herself as a protector of Kim when she'll help her with money or help her with anything like that. When really she just owes her that because Kim has given her all of that her whole life and she doesn't realize that and that makes Kim so angry and feel so unappreciated right and Kyle feels like you don't appreciate me I think because Kim had such a unique unique circumstance and Kyle's is so close to them mm -hmm. they feel like sibling. you know I don't think Kathy can relate because she didn't have that 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 experience right I think that Kim and Kyle had a very similar experience growing up and because Kyle enjoyed hers and Kim didn't I also think uh, we're going to cut Kathy out of this, but because they both had a similar experience, it makes Kim feel like she's the oldest. Right. And I do think that in a lot of situations when there's damage and, and there's trauma in a family and I don't know. And, and like Kyle, I can't talk to this because I wasn't the oldest. I think that the oldest feels like they had to pay for a lot that the younger ones didn't yes. because you parents, just have a responsibility. parents are a lot, harder on older kids yeah than they are younger kids and and honestly once you have more kids you are a lot more easy breezy so you don't you don't you know it just is what that is and that's something that like if you don't work to heal that that resentment can be there your whole life even and though it it's not something it, yeah and it, even though it's not something that like your relationship caused it's something that your dynamic in a family caused. yeah but i feel like that kyle had a good relationship with working because it wasn't needed to put food on the table like kim's was so right. kim already was the disney girl she was the it girl she, they knew that they were getting contracts with her they knew they were getting a paycheck so if kyle wanted to work that was just the cherry on top but right. kim really bore the burden well, and i don't think kyle sees that though exactly i that, think that's the i think yeah i think that the problem is is that kyle thinks that they had the same upbringing but what she's missing is that she didn't have responsibility like Kim did and so I think when Kim voices it she's like Kim you're just complaining exactly. like it was great because Kyle is projecting her experience on Kim but that wasn't Kim's experience absolutely so there we go we all went to therapy you had it out and breathe in and good intentions. Namaste. Namaste. Breathe out toxic and judgmental energy. Absolutely. <laughs> Who was so, your saying sinner? Um, my, I, you know, this was a complicated one because I fell very, very in the middle of everything that happened here. But I felt like my saint was 
getting to meet Jiggy again at a young age. I just do love to look at, I love little Jig Jig. And, and I couldn't decide whether this was a saint or a sinner, but I did love just seeing their old faces. So maybe Filler's the sinner because it was interesting. I mean, except for Kyle, Kyle looks that, better. better than ever. Yes. But, um, and you know what you will, we'll see later. Kyle does say until like she reached like 48, she didn't do anything but Botox yeah, and like facials. So she's on your plan, honey. Uh-huh. Well, that's so funny that you say that because my sinner is also Filler, specifically oh. Taylor's. Fill her up, honey. Yeah. And my saint is something that we didn't even mention. It's when Adrian does the takedown of the trainer's oh. son. Oh, amazing. Honestly, also the ferocity that she does it with. And also, I love that she'd do it and never even look at him. Yeah. She threw him really hard several times and didn't even make eye contact. Was like, are you okay? She was like, that's how you do it. Yeah, that's, that's how, how it's done. Somebody, Dad. <laughs> You're done. You're tiny man zone. Yeah. Um, never mind. We love tiny man zone. Anyway, um, and we do. We do. Um, <laughs> and always check us out on Insta. I'm at JRY27 at Housewives Heretics at Palindi. Uh, and you know what? We're always looking for hair tips. So send us DMs. Email us at housewivesheretics um, at gmail.com. And we love y'all. We love y'all. Please like, yeah. rate, and review us. And listen to Joshi's um, Spotify playlist. Yes, yes, yes. We'll be coming up with more. We're going to be reformatting. So we'll see how that works out. And we'll see you next week. Amen, bitches. Stay blessed, y'all. Thank you all for filling the pews and joining in our irreverence. Join us every week for our sermons by rating, subscribing, and submitting prayer requests at everywhere you listen to podcasts. Although we praise our dear daddy Andy and heavenly home of Bravo, Housewife Heretics is not in propriety of Bravo, Evolution Media, or any subsidiary of the Housewives. These are strictly our opinions, and they are jokes like funny, haha. For direct celestial connection, you can send your confessions to housewivesheretics at gmail.com and check our season playlist, weekly drink specials, and our lives at our Instagram. So we'll see you there. Amen, Amen bitches. bitches.